Welcome to the Hashtag Spill the Tea podcast, where we dig deep into real conversations. Whether it's just us or dropping the mic with some top influencers and entrepreneurs on the rise, we are here to discuss it all. Here are your hosts, R and D. Hey guys, welcome back to Hashtag Spill the Tea podcast. We're so excited for today. It is summertime. <laughs> it is finally summertime. And we are joined by our favorite new, this is the first time ever, third co-host, Lisa. Welcome. 3.0. Hey. <laughs> We're super excited to talk you're, about dating again. You you're know? such a summer vibe, Lisa. Um, okay, so we have no words. Thank you for joining us as co-host for episode 3.0. Primarily, we're going to speak about Heshtadlis and what that entails from both your end as a Shadchan, our takes, and we're going to be joined by some powerhouse, you know, other Shadchanim dating coaches. Yeah, so super excited. It's so, a party. It is a party. So a our party. topic today yeah, is doing dating differently. I feel like this is a huge thing that obviously is all about Shadchan, but I don't think it's talked about a lot, you know? I think we all do like the typical way of dating, but to get into what, how can we do dating differently, you know? And also, like, you're the perfect person to really hash it with because you do keep keeping it fresh and, like, do new initiatives and, like... I was going to say, Lisa, you're the queen of initiatives. Yeah, this is... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if we go through all the things you started, let's start... I mean, Zoom, obviously. Zoom is, like, number one. But, no, even after that, like, mix the picks. No, you you don't sleep. Like, it never ends. Like, there's there's BMG, be my guest. Like, people feel like, oh, what's BMG coming to Flatbush? And we're like, no, no, like, (laughs) we're keeping it cool. (laughs) So that's don't like, think I didn't get don't think I didn't get a call from them telling me, listen, back <laughs> off. We've we've got BMG patented. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh. No, I, I you know, for me personally, I've I've been in Shadokan for about fifteen years. And right. I will go on record to say that the Shadok system definitely needs improvements, mm-hmm. but overall, <clears throat> for a lot of people, it really does work. Yeah. It does yeah. work. Right. But over COVID gave me a lot of time to sit down and think about the things that maybe don't work or don't work so well Yeah. for yeah. singles, let's say even especially singles, let's say like that have been in Shadokim. I think everybody kind of expects that they're going to be in Shadokim for like, you know, about a year or two or okay, or yeah. maybe even three yeah. for whatever like reason. Like the older 22-year-olds. <laughs> well, that, that's not older, but okay. <laughs> my sister is that like, Quote, unquote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Right, you know, and then I find like after, let's say, we'll say like the three years pass, you know, people are like, okay, why, why am I still doing this? I, I thought this piece is kind of supposed to be over, you yeah. know, like you do your, exactly. you go to school and you do your master's program and then like, all right, I'm done. Yalla, let's get a job. Exactly. Um, so I was trying to think of, you know, what what's missing here? Like, obviously everything is only from Hashem mm-hmm. and I'm sure everybody on here knows and, and believes and if they don't, they need to believe that Hashem mm-hmm. is going to send the Bashar to Zivig, right? Mm-hmm. When, when mm-hmm. is the exact perfect time mm-hmm. for you? Yeah. You never give up on us. That's what's like so never. inspiring. Ever. Never, because it's not you. You're mm-hmm. not doing anything wrong. You, you are not holding back your Zivig from coming. I love that. Um, it's not you. So as people, though, right, we... Mm-hmm. we totally give it over to Hashem and, and that's yeah. what we dive in every day. Right. But you need to do a shtadlis. Right. And that's always the big question of what what's too much, what's right, too exactly. little. Or what that's is the big question. Also like exactly right. what? Because we everyone does like meeting the Shadchanim or yeah. going to that event. But like there's so much more that could be done and you know, um in general, there's so it's not like one size fits all, you know? Right. It like Definitely. there's so many ways to do it. And I think just 
even like what we said Shabbat tunes or everyone has different comfort levels also like for some people like meeting Shachanim is like to them like they max it out for some people it is it's putting yourself out there for a whole Shabbos for a speed date you know um or making events or wedding wedding that's yeah that's also like it's over COVID I started you know I started thinking like okay you know what what else can we do what Mm -hmm. other avenues can we open when this world is completely and totally closed down right. and everyone's in their house and hopefully trying to just get through each day getting along with all <laughs> yeah. their roommates families exactly. wherever yeah you were, um, you were but so all you guys want to do is just go out and date and get married right um what in the world could we do so that's when you know the the zoom the huge zoom born. dating yeah uh, forum wow. started I remember and... Zuber and like Uber Meets and like all those just like fun initiatives that like we're commuting anyways, we're engaging with each other anyways. Because like, it's, an, it's a natural way, yeah. but you could still make things happen, you mm-hmm. know? So exactly. It was really, yeah, it's cool, all these initiatives. So and, it's still it's still going on today. I mean, yeah. we don't do we do not do the <laughs> Zoom dating anymore, Baruch right. Hashem. Kate, like, yeah. once a week, I'll, I'll, I'll get a request from someone, like, when's the next Zoom date? Oh, really? And I'm like, That's buddy, funny. I hope never to ever have to do the Zoom <laughs> dating again, you know? It was, that was a lot. That's what we had to yeah, do, but yeah, that no, was nothing ago. takes, you know, nothing takes takes place of you know definitely in person and all oh, the sure. events that i do are have all been you know yeah Baruch Hashem, in person we just had a beautiful one wow. um shout out to my really really good friend and chat friend um rifki's wife and her nice. husband Nehemia, cool. who gave us their entire backyard and barbecued and it was just an absolutely beautiful wow beautiful speed dating it was I absolutely know. beautiful Such i heard about vibe. the the poolside shindig people were like so what do we wear <laughs> right right i put up a big sign leave your cruise wear at home all right but, um, <laughs> Imagine. You know, and i just think that you know and people have also very strong feelings about speed dating um and i feel like in anything else in this world right you have people who do speed datings that work and then you have people that try and you know Mm -hmm. maybe doesn't work as well and i'm definitely not saying that you know dr shachin has a you know has speed dating down to total perfection at all and there are plenty (laughs) of other great organizations like ura etc that do amazing shabbatones and things like that right um I think part of one's Ishtadlis is to maybe, you know, try out different ones, see what works for them best and, you know, stick to like a certain, you know, a certain style that, you know, is done right. Yeah. Um, when I see certain speed datings, you know, let's say they're open to like ages 20 to 40, I personally yeah. break out and hide. That's hurt. That's like, like a know? huge range though. I, from, yeah. You know, yeah. when I just see mingling and I don't see any kind of, structure right you know i feel like i don't know i if i were single or <laughs> if a family member was asking me i i wouldn't feel you know necessarily comfortably comfortable yeah. going there's got to be some type of structure right maybe exactly. right so that's what i feel like in terms of establish with these events try a couple out use your brain right. as well <laughs> you know if they're like, don't forget really that. really a huge yeah. age gap or they're really prohibitively expensive like right you know, you're just going to come home annoyed and poor. So, 
No, we'll we'll discuss this as well because the burnout is such a strong it's such a huge factor. thing. Also, I think personality plays a big role in these events, and it's I think true. in in general, like people who have more of a like introvert or more what's the word reserve or like or the opposite. There are people who are less emotional and they could just go to events as if like it's not like it doesn't events, phase them. Yeah. And it's just like I look at it. I'm like, how though? It's like I'm drained after yeah. like one event, you know. So I really do think it also plays in like just your personality and how you. You Definitely, know? you know, yeah. speed dating works for a lot of people. Um, right. It may not work for some people. Right. And if somebody goes to speed dating and they're like, "It's it's really not for me," then then it's really not for them. And that's that's an avenue that they shouldn't go down. But there are a lot of other avenues that are open, right. are open and available to you. Especially, I think, um, over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. there have been, you know, a huge surgeons of um of coaches and, yeah. and things like that really key people that can also exactly um totally change your dating experience and i think that's what we're gonna go into On right now, now like yes. just how why coaches are so important and even like just from personal experience i've realized they really are so vital and important and they really can guide you and help you in this whole dating process and yeah. all that there's but, no stigma to it, and, and we're going to... And I think that's part of Ishadlos, like, knowing when you need that push or mm-hmm. that help, you know, to just be like, hey, I need somebody to just that guide perspective. me. Yeah. Like, sometimes the Shadchan can't be that third-party perspective that you need. Right, and- exactly. So to have that other person, that third party. So I guess we'll, like, go into that now, just the coaches welcoming on, like, three coaches from three different places. Yeah, we're keeping it eclectic. We have Ruchi yeah. Cohn from Lakewood, mm-hmm. um, Hannah Kahana from Muncie, and Raquel Betesh from Mexico, originally from Baltimore. Right. All powerhouse queens. And Lisa, you're co-hosting with us, so, yeah. So let's, Heat yeah. is on. Yeah, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'll go easy. Yeah, yeah. please, no joke. <laughs> Okay, guys, so we're back. We're joined with Lisa Elephant as co-host 3.0. Hi, Mama Lisa. Hey. And we're joined by our three favorite dating coaches. Slash Adhanim. Slash Adhanim, yeah. right? That's important. Guys, say hi. Hannah, Ruchi, and Raquel. Raquel. Guys, we're so excited to have you guys on. Hi, everyone. Hi. hi. Thank you for having us. <laughs> we we introed your full names before, so that yeah, when yeah. people hound us for your contact info after this, like... We're going to give it to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Guys, so we want to talk about, so the topic for today was Hishtadlis and doing dating differently. I think that's like a big topic that, you know, I think needs to be discussed in, in the Shidduch world. And we want your take on how to do dating differently. You know, if it doesn't work, quote unquote, the normal way of just like meeting a shachin or going to an event, what could singles do to change it up a bit? Right. And it's it's also like we'll just start like from just points like trusting yourself, like knowing when you need a help or a push, um, like using a dating coach. So we'll start with everyone. Lisa, if you could go first and then Raquel, Ruchi and Hannah, if we could get your takes, please. Okay. so um, as most people know, um, I've been, you know, since, you know, post COVID doing a lot of different events and just trying to create new venues of ways for people to meet each other. So that's been going really well, you know, because dating is not one size fits all. And some do very well with the traditional dating right. and some people do well, you know, with all different types of uh, venues. And I also find that even at these events, 
there's a lot of camaraderie, you know, while the event is going on because everyone's kind of like in the same boat. So the girls will meet new girls and the guys will meet new guys. And, you know, we call the boat Titanic. (laughs) You call the boat Titanic. (laughs) No, I'm joking, guys. (laughs) And um, what I think has been incredibly, incredibly helpful over the last, you know, couple of years are these amazing, you know, amazing creation of of dating coaches and dating mentors that really can change the lives of singles that are that are going through this process because a shotgun at a certain point can only do so much Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just want a separate total you know total neutral party here and the dating you know that's where you guys you know come in and literally save the day yeah. Like, like actually though I could speak from my own experience just literally yeah. with all of you especially you Lisa like if I'm dealing with like a certain shotgun like you're still that person like I'll speak to as that third party perspective just because you know your singles and you know you know you know the story you know the the field no for right. sure and I think yeah. it's so helpful. It's helpful yeah it is helpful because you have that other like outside perspective and you get that you know that also that push I think many times singles need that push to like like, it's okay, like, you got this, yeah. you know, like, keep going, even though sometimes we just want to, like, run and, like, we can't right. do this. But, yeah, for sure, it's so important. Yeah, that's where we'll go into, like, at what point you think we should meet shot, um, dating coaches, but it does help if you, you know, if you have that previous relationship. So, I'm sorry, Raquel, your turn. What's your take on, like, dating coaches and the, the process? I am, honestly, every time Lisa posts on her status, like, an event, like a singles <laughs> event, I'm like, I wish I lived in New York and not in Mexico City. Wow. So Honestly, I feel like one of the things that I would love to see happen is for it to be socially acceptable for yeshiva guys, you know, from guys to be able to approach a girl in a kosher setting. You know, I remember Lisa when I moved nice. to Mexico, she was like, oh, you could do like the the fretting at a, mm-hmm. at a wedding. And I was like, no, this is what happens here. Like at weddings, guys yeah. just approach girls like it's and in the from a circle, it's, like, yeah. it's just very normal you know and i do feel like there's been like a push for um singles to take their own initiative you know like if you hear of a great guy so just text me and say give it a yes and i want to see if he wants to go out with me you know to kind of be more um that's I want to so say proactive true. because I think everyone is active, you know, like yeah. trying to get shidduchim. But yeah. if you're interested in somebody, just go for it. You know, what's the worst that can happen? They're going to say no, and then you have that. that <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. yeah, it's super so hard to I, like I, rejection. I, I, yeah. I would love to see that. You know, <laughs> I love that. Uh, be able to happen in a, in, in um in the right way, of course. You yeah. Know? No, like you said, in a sneeze kosher. Again, mm-hmm. everything boils down to like age also, like what's acceptable for like a 28 year old guy is not like a 21 year old guy, but um, and vice versa for girls as well. But I think totally. to to make it more natural, I think that's yeah. what everyone here agrees on. Yeah, I think and you know what? I yeah. think that a lot of this is also uh, knowing social cues. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> you know, many people like, don't like have for that. Example, like the example <laughs> comes up like, oh, I was in the LIR and I saw like a really cute guy. Right. Yeah. Like. How do I approach him? And honestly, the way that these to work, 18th century, Pride and Prejudice, Jane Austen, my favorite. <laughs> drop the hanky. Is, is not, we, no, oh yeah, my gosh. You, either you drop the handkerchief, yeah. but you just smile. Like, yeah. show that you're open to it. <laughs> That's true. And because you know what? A lot of times, guys, especially in the front world, they, they don't wear a ring. 
So you don't right. know if they're married. So I would honestly not suggest for a girl to approach also because I feel like a man should be a man. I'm, I'm yeah, I was going to say that. Exactly. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. But like if you're there and you're like approachable, you could just like smile. <laughs> and then if he's interested, he will take that cue, you know, and come forward. And right. I think that if you reciprocate that and you show that you're open, then it will just lead naturally, you know. Yeah. And also, guys, by the way, if you're listening here. Also learn social cues. If a girl's not interested, you know, crossing hands, if she's looking away, <laughs> right. it might mean she's just not comfortable, but like don't approach. Right. You know? Exactly. I like that. I really like that. Just like guys be listen natural, up. smile. Like, or the guy should take that step and do it. Because I feel many times now girls feel like they're the ones taking that initiative. Like I going after the guys. I don't think girls should, should they, they, could, they could take the initiative. But don't chase. Right. But yeah. Don't. You know, I'm very big into like yeah. girls should be feminine. Um, hmm. Not that, not that you can't have. You're always you know, into that feminine, masculine <laughs> balance. That's what you we talk about. Nowadays, in the whole world with like all the wokeness going on, I'm yeah. probably gonna be like <laughs> shot at for saying no, all of no, this. No. But I feel like the biggest power a woman has is to be feminine, and mm-hmm. I feel like if you tap into that femininity, um, you can make stuff happen. You know. I like that. Thank wow. you, Raquel. I love that point. We have now Ruchi Cohn from Lakewood. I just have to give a shout out. I met Ruchi at one of the Lakewood Shabbatones from Ura, and literally the best takeaway, the best, t- the best take home from these events so far. So thank you, Ruchi, for you know giving your take. And yeah, well, thanks to both of you for having me today. Um, I feel very honored that you even asked me in the first place. Um, Like Lisa said, I have to say that since she initiated all of these different venues for singles to be able to meet other singles uh, in in so many different ways, it's just like every time she posts a new idea, I'm just like, whoa, the creativity never ends. And it really does open up to all of our daters, uh, Mm -hmm. different ways that they can meet each other. Um, And like Raquel mentioned also, you know, the social cues are super important and it would be amazing if the guys would be able to approach girls. One of the things that I always noticed, and this is me, and I don't know if everybody else feels this way. Whenever I go to like a wedding or any kind of simcha, I always wished that the eligibles would wear a label. Like I would love the guy's names and like the girl's available. names. I don't have to sit there and say, oh, who's that one? Who's that one? Or people come over to me all the time. You know, are you open? Can I meet? Can I meet with you? Can I yeah. speak to you for a few minutes? If there was actually a way to socially appropriately, like a guy should like put a feather in their head or something, something, you know, identify yourself Uh, as an eligible single and then it won't be awkward. Like, hey, yeah, no, I'm married. Well, the girls, yeah, they're wearing shaitles. Like it's so, yeah. But the girls, you could tell more. Shaitles look like hair today anyway. Uh, So you really can't unless you're like staring and then you look socially off regardless. (laughs) But, you know, if if there were just like some way at a Uh, wedding that we can identify A, who's eligible and B, uh, names without it being you know weird to like start right. asking oh can you tell me her name her name and her name right. um for as a shotgun i think that that would be super helpful uh lisa start a new initiative uh we can even make like <laughs> cool aas labels to you know right. like what's interesting what's interesting Ruchi, is that um the wedding reading is yeah. probably one of the least popular initiatives least popular and i get a lot of questions and like a lot of people are just not they're not getting it they're not they're not understanding it they don't want to do it why that's totally it's totally totally fine um i'm just surprised that of all the initiatives this is like that it hasn't been like 
oh my gosh, this is awesome. Like we've been thinking about this for years, like, and we're giving people like mm-hmm. a platform to do it. So I think this idea, like the time is coming, yeah. but it's, it's still going to take, it's still going to take some time. And I think that every wedding, every age, every type could be done differently. It could be a shotgun meeting the singles and, or even like a small kind of like little, if, if the singles are a little bit more old or uncomfortable, just even like a supervised mingle in a separate room. There are so many things. And I think a wedding is such a great time to take advantage of it because you have that downtime right. from right yeah. after the chuppah till the chas and come in. And you've got the rest of the wedding to be misameh the chas and you've got the rest of the wedding to catch up with your friends so i think like True. in time yeah you know this idea definitely is going to be you know obviously hopefully mashiach's going to come really really soon and we will be jobless and we will be very happy but, lisa um, i remember it, it needs it needs yeah. a lot of resistance yeah yeah i feel like you're right it does need more time to be accepted but i think even more than that even if they're not open to sitting down and meet at a wedding where some people they're busy they want to be involved in the simcha they're not interested in like thinking, you know, about this is a time to meet Shadchanim. Yeah. But even if we were at least aware of the names of the people there, right. so that this way, when right. I speak to them on the phone, I have a face to a name. I think that would be so helpful. Um, that that mm. was just something, you know, personally, what I think would be would be a great piece, you know. And as far as dating coaching, I, I really almost have nothing else to add so far to what Lisa and Raquel have said. You know, I, I think we've developed uh, and evolved into a world we are. You know, it is super important to have both the shotgun and or the dating coach involved uh, as as a, an objective input to what the dating process does require. There's so much, right. both from an emotional and a physical and everything standpoint when it comes to dating that, you know, someone who has the experience and the know-how to guide someone properly is so valuable in so many levels. I just have to plug you, Ruchi. Like, I've never experienced such a experience where, like, the Shadchan was the dating coach. Like, you were so good with feedback and just, like, both sides. And you took mm. time always, like, your dedication. I love you, Ruchi. No, no, no. <laughs> and then, I was going to say, yeah. On Lisa's point, I wanted to say, I remember listening to Rabbi Wallerstein's and he was saying, circle, like, 20 years ago, you used to just, like, schlep people to a private room at weddings. Just be like, we're sitting down. We are mingling. So yep. definitely, we did a few shidduchim like that. Yeah, this wow. is this is coming back. Mirza we Shem. did. Yeah. Wow. You know, I, I think- also want to add. I also want to add on to what Rookie was saying that mm-hmm. um, I feel today it's it's not enough as a shatchan, and this is to to all shatchanim out there, and including myself. It's not really enough anymore today to just like text back yes, no, he wants to go out again. I think that's good for like maybe like the first two dates, right? But after that, like some feedback is is really crucial because then what happens is you kind of get stuck at like date six or seven Mm -hmm. when really we could have figured this out like three dates ago so again most you know don't don't have the time or even the training to necessarily be dating coach you know dating coaches dating mentors and that's why i think it's so important to bring on a coach or a mentor um as early as possible um to because you can really take care of so many issues early early on and not have them blow up later on for sure agreed i'm moving to hannah i I will plug now because hannah i feel like you changed my life (laughs) his struggle comes in different ways and i feel like like emotional and doing that like emotional work is something huge and that's not talked about often either and i feel like hannah you legit guided me and you changed my life and i tell this to everybody that 
Like, if you need somebody, go to Hannah. She does. She's <laughs> like, I'm going to Muncie. I'm going to Hannah. I'm going yeah. to, like, you're, you're everything. You're legit everything. And, like, to hear your take on, because, honestly, doing dating differently, this came from Hannah. Like, we were talking about this, and you threw out that, that line, and I was like, whoa, that's genius. So to hear your take on, like, what that means, doing dating differently. Nice. Yeah. So, first of all, thank you for having me. And I sure. definitely agree with everything that everyone was saying until now. I think it's so great. Yeah. All these different. I think that it's so important to do dating differently. Mm -hmm. And that means incorporating different ideas, listening to different people. Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't have to be the cookie cutter. You know, I have to go to this four, these four shakhanim and that's it. And I, I love that this, there's so much creativity going on. Yeah. And I think it's so, it's so great for daters also because it makes them feel like they don't have to just be part of this like assembly line of people mm -hmm. in them. Um, so I will say that. I think also it's super, super important when you have been dating for a little bit of time already and you're starting to feel that burnout a little bit. And yeah. even if you haven't been dating for so long, but you're already feeling that pressure, I feel like it's so important to just sit with yourself a little bit and to really think about, like, see the patterns that you've been doing till, sorry, see the patterns that you've right. been doing till and see what you could do differently. And that, that doesn't mean that you've been doing things wrong. And I feel like a lot of times yeah. daters feel must be doing something wrong. I must be doing something that's not getting me to where I want to be. Right. But I think it's not so always about doing something wrong. Sometimes it's just about changing it up. Yeah. Realizing maybe certain patterns that you've been doing in your dating life till now and figuring out a way mm -hmm. to change it up. A little bit. Like, you know, even for example, somebody I just um, was dealing with somebody who was telling me, um, you know, I, I, I always... Um, I always on the first date, I always like take to a very, very nice restaurant because I feel bad and I feel like, you know, the girl is like that and it shows up like here. <laughs> no, I actually I, don't. <laughs> really? I love that. Okay. And then I feel pressure. No, I love it. Okay, sorry. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So I, said, I said, first of all, you're going to get burnt out. I said, you're, you're, you can't do this every time because you're just going to, you're never going to want to go out on a first date with anybody because you're going right. to feel that it has to be like the best date ever. This whole thing. Yeah. So I start with a coffee date and, and that mm. was for him specifically. So this obviously doesn't apply to everybody, but right. it just means. Take a step back, realize that maybe you should do things differently. Yeah. And I think part of that very much is also talking with somebody, right? So if it's a dating coach, then then do that. You know, it, there's so many people out there that could really just give you an objective opinion. I can't tell you how many times I've spoken to people and we're, I'm not saying anything crazy. I'm just right. giving them an opinion that's outside of their family, their friends, everyone that's trying to, in, of course, yeah. in a loving way, get them married. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm 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 speaking to them uh, completely without any ulterior motive, right, and right. so beneficial and it's so important. And I feel like so many people could could use that in their life. And I think it also so what we were saying about Shadchan and working together with dating coaches. I think that's also great because yeah, people don't always have the time to sit there and go back and forth and really mm -hmm. you know give them the extra help that maybe a dater needs. But right. that also that they're not equipped for, but also that they don't have time for because it it's a lot to even just get two people to go out in the first place. Yeah. And once the process is started, you know, there's a, still a ton that's involved. And for a dating coach and a shaman to work together, I think that's amazing and like the mag most magical combination that you could get, probably. I love that. Agreed. Yeah, no, and also giving another shout out to you, Hannah, that I remember we were talking about before initiatives and how Shadhanim are, like Lisa is a queen of initiatives. She does like all these initiatives and how singles should take upon themselves to also start that. 
And I remember I was speaking with you and I remember, so I'm very, for those who don't know, I'm very into food. I've like worked in the kosher food industry for a long time. And I just like, so I guess I'm a foodie, quote unquote. And I remember Hannah, you were saying how cookbook. we could um, kind of mix food and shidduchim together to make it, you know, like a chilled environment, but make it like tachlis. And I remember you threw out that term of like recipes and resumes. So like swap recipes and resumes with other girls and to just to make it like a nice event. And we did it the other week and it was amazing. It was amazing to just like get together with people in the same boat as you and just like do Shadokhan yeah. differently, you know? Devo, you took that yeah. initiative. It was gorgeous. And like Thank everyone you. was just yeah. messaging us like this needs to like go on in other places. I should yeah. do this casually in Muncie. I should do this with my girlfriends. And it yeah. was such a chilled way of just networking. And Loki, if you're not, you know, doing it for Shadokhan, you're just getting good re- like Either recipes. Either way, you win. You get, yeah. a, you get a recipe or you get a resume, you know? It was a beautiful event. So Kalkavo to you. Thank you. So kudos, Hannah, to you um, too as well. <laughs> based on everything we're saying, I, I guess like we'll, we'll end this plugs also to Hannah as well. Like yeah. if you don't have that relationship with your singles also, it... It, it is a little it's more helpful when you do have that back-end relationship i remember once when i spoke with you also about a situation you were like okay based on like what you told me like three months ago like this is why this isn't clicking right so at what point do you like to meet your singles before their dates and also interesting we did a survey for adopt a shachin where mm-hmm. we asked guys and girls ages like 23 to 35 um if they see the value in a dating coach especially between between dates one through five, right. 70, 70 like percent said definitely, and then like thirty percent said no. <laughs> and then wow. the, the, that thirty percent, <laughs> that thirty percent, oh my gosh! But um, what are all of your takes on like when you think it's important? And also, who needs it more? More Ooh, a guy that's or a girl? Good angle. Also, like who do you guys have more yes. of? Like well, your clientele. <laughs> also, guys tend to have like rubaim that they keep a kesher with, which is very that's true special. And but girls have mentors. So, so, but dating men, yeah. So, guys, take your yeah. anyone jump in. I don't think that there's like a set time. Like, okay, like I must meet you before the first date. I think right. it's more circumstantial. Like, whatever's going on, if mm-hmm. they kind of need a pep talk before the first date, then we do it before the first date. Or if they need to better assess after the date, sometimes right. I tell them, I think, like, don't think too much on the date. Have a good time, which is also, by yes. the way, a complete concept to have a good time. <laughs> have a good time. That's so true. <laughs> We'll talk about if this is the right person for you because sometimes you get in your own head yeah. and instead of talking and having a natural conversation, you're sitting there thinking, what should I say next? Is this the right thing? Right. Thinking, How am I going to find out if he wants to have 12 kids? Like, this is not <laughs> you work out on the first date or right. you know, after the first date, that's when you should be like assessing and talking and prepping really for the next dates to follow. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really substantial, but I feel like that is usually the flow of things. Wow, I like that. Totally. Yeah. You know, and I think that it should be organic as well. You yeah. know, kinda kinda like what you're saying. Where like with some singles you just you click right away and yeah. you know, even after Maybe the, you'll have the, the same the, birthday the, as them. Yeah, totally. You know, and like there there's some singles that you're just gonna keep in touch with and, you know, speak for longer. Right. But you know, I wanted to add something, um, because Hannah was saying about the importance of, you know, having that relationship with like a mentor and like a mm-hmm. shakhan. And I think it's also really important to have a relationship with yourself. <laughs> oh my gosh! Snap. Wait, we, we need like a oh, moment. And you know, I always, I, oh I always speak gosh. to Rifki about this. You know, life is a journey, and dating yeah. is a huge part of that journey. Sorry, no, no, it, <laughs> it's it, okay. We're showing this circle so of cute. life, guys. There's babies on the podcast. Everyone, like, everyone's here today. Evolution. Evolution. You know if you ever speak to me on the phone, you know that like <laughs> I'm, I'm around my kids' schedule. I apologize. And no, it's okay. You, you just teach us so, priorities. You're always just like, wait, I, my kids, my husband, my this. But I love that though. That yeah, point of you know, yourself, like, like 
Yeah. I, I feel like um, every single person you meet is really there for a reason. And this is very fluffy, you know. It's I'm not, smarty. though. It's true. Like and you meet people in a past life. Yeah. But I really believe that. You know, even when I look at my own dating journey, I got married at 24. Um, mm-hmm. I dated a lot of people. And I do feel like I became the right person for my husband through that journey. Wow. And I think that as a single, um. you should reach out to somebody where you feel like there's a point in your journey that you're stuck. And yeah. then maybe somebody can can help guide you. I love um, that. That's I actually so love doing dating coach more than <laughs> more than being a shadhan. <laughs> I feel like there's something so beautiful in helping someone have clarity, even yeah. if that clarity means that um, they're going to end it and and it's not for them. And right. you know, I think as a dating coach, your focus has to be helping the person come to that conclusion on their own, yeah. versus you kind of being it's you know. And sometimes I see couples that I've set up. That I'm like, you guys need to break up. Wow. <laughs> and I set you up. But I can't say that to them. You know, like that's their journey. And sometimes their journey means yeah. them coming to that conclusion, wow. um, you know, through questioning and through thinking about it and so forth. I in. love that though. I love having that like relationship with yourself. I think yeah. having the amount of self love you have for yourself is the amount you can give it to somebody else. And wow. learning, learning that is. I really love that. Yeah, yeah I think. See, I told you to get in touch with Raquel. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys are all a vibe, you know, honestly. <laughs> but no, I, I really do love that. That's very important. Yeah. Uh, next point. Basically, it's basically from his list, taking breaks. So necessary, but to what yeah. degree? To avoid feeling burnout. The older, the, you know. Um, the older they, the single, can they afford? Yes. To take a break. So Lisa, I'm going to start with you. What's your take on this? Especially events. Oh, yeah. So in terms of the, you know, of taking breaks, um, I think that if a person is not in a good headspace, they should not be dating. Um, I'm not saying that they should take, you know, like breaks for like months. That That's not good. Right. But if, if somebody needs to take a break, you know, for a couple of weeks or a week or two or whatever, just take a deep breath. Um, there's absolutely nothing, nothing wrong with that. If somebody, you know, I'll reach out to says, Oh, I'm on a, I'm on a dating break. And I'll say like, okay, like, should I check back with you next week or in two weeks? Right. Um, right. they're like, I don't know. You know, I mean, it's not, I mean, it, I don't feel comfortable. You know, if I feel comfortable, I'll tell the person, well, I hope then you're in touch with somebody that can help you, you know, yeah. figure it out. Right. Um, because I don't think the point of the dating journey is, you know, to be on multiple breaks. It's kind of like a self journey mm-hmm. to figure out yourself yeah. so that you can be, you can be the best spouse, right. um, you know, for your bashert. That's exactly why, why you're in this. So wow. <clears throat> taking breaks um to pull yourself together is okay taking breaks because you've gone on a string of really really bad dates um that just means that you're probably just not going out with the right type of person or you know you need some some self-love going on or self-help oh yeah everything ties in (laughs) really everything connects everything Right. And, and I, I just want to add to that. I mean, you have so many smart people on this podcast that, you know, it's almost like everyone sort of is just expounding on what the other person is saying. But yeah. it's, it's really exactly what we were just saying. It all so completely ties in. Uh, if someone knows themselves, yeah. um, then they'll be aware if they need that break or not. But they also need mm. to know themselves enough to know that they need to reach out to someone to help them get back in. And, you know, just like Lisa said, if someone is taking a break for months on end, 
that may signify that there's something unhealthy going on. You know, uh, obviously, you know, like Raquel was saying, like Hannah was saying, you know, this is all a journey. And part of the journey and the process is, you know, the knowing of yourself, knowing when to reach out and knowing that there are people out there that can help you along the journey and also being open to what those people are telling you. Um, You know, knowing that you need the break is one thing being accepting of what the person will tell you is necessary for you to get back in is something totally different. And if someone's not open to hearing what they're doing wrong or what they're, they're, you know, like what Lisa was saying that maybe they're dating the wrong person, but if they're not open to hearing that, that's a problem. And, you know, they need to be able to reach out to that dating coach and be able to listen and accept. And it's not a negative, you know, we're, we're only here to help you. If we mm-hmm. say something to you that comes across as hard for you to take, it's not because we're being criticized, you know, right. we're, we're, we're criizing you and who you are. It's more that we really just want to help you along your journey. No, this, you guys are awesome. Like, I, I love how people will see just how positive and, and how meaningful it is to have you guys part of the journey. Yeah. And, and, and beyond. I always tell you guys, like, we're beyond. like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, um, Yeah. Two really quick points. So I exactly what Raquel and Lisa were saying that you know everything when you take a break, you know it should be with a purpose. Basically, like don't just take a break for the Mm -hmm. sake of taking a break. Take a break and put a title to your feelings as to why you're taking a break. I'm taking a break because Mm -hmm. I need to figure out X, Y, and Z, or I'm taking a break because you know, like you need to put a title to the reason why you're taking a break so that it's tough and it's not just yeah. you taking a break and wallowing and you know being upset and feeling bad for yourself because that's not going to help you get back into dating in a, in a good way right. i also want to say in terms of can somebody afford to take a break mm-hmm. i i know that people say that a lot and that really really bothers me when people look at age as a factor as to whether or not somebody can be able to take a break or do something and i think that's so yeah. wrong end of the day if somebody needs a break they need a break and mm-hmm. obviously it should be with topless but it shouldn't if age and where you're holding should never be a factor in just in somebody's mental health that. and being able to do what needs to get done just because it doesn't look good to society i think it's also super important preach <laughs> that's totally. so true and, yeah you know, I think also when you take a break, I feel like a lot of times it's really someone just saying, I need to find more joy in my life. Like this is yes. just taking out a lot of the joy. And I think it's so important um, to be the best person that you can be and to love yourself, like to look in the mirror. And by the way, guys have no problem with this. They, they look in the mirror and they're like, I'm <laughs> so good. Like I'm, I'm doing great, you know? And girls I got look this. in the mirror and be I like, <laughs> I'm not so sure, you know. Right. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like it's so important to find your joy, and during those breaks, like everyone's saying, have a purpose. Yeah, we should have and Simon Sinek on, like find you your happy. why. If, I, I'm a big believer. If you love yourself, like truly love yourself, someone else is gonna look at you and be like, "Wow!" Like, wow. I I want to be near that person because you give off that energy, and this is why true. I love yeah. in person. That's very true. Because you see how somebody carries themselves, you see yeah. their charm, you see their chain. I know, I know Rifki and I have spoken a lot about like Mazalot and astrology and all of that. Totally for know, another episode, Mirza Shem. So much more beyond a picture. You can have two people that are just drawn to each other because there's just being about the energy, you know? Yeah. But there's just like a click. And I think it's so important to be aware of what, what energy you're giving off. So um, true. When, when you meet others. 
Also, I think just a point before we get to our tea lights, it's just also fake it till, till you make it. Hannah, you said this a lot to me. Just like <laughs> fake it till you make it. Even if you don't feel the best, you're not that confident, but like it's inside of you somewhere and just like, you know, just keep going and going. And if you have to fake it a little bit, like then it is that. And you people know? pick up on it right away. Yeah. yeah. You know, people, people yeah. pick up on that vibe. Like, For ooh, sure. You know, <laughs> she's got, yeah. she's got a game or she's got, you yeah. know, she's got something going on or mm-hmm. he's got something going well, on. Well, Lisa you know? surrounds herself with the EQ, the, the guys and the girls who got it going on. So <laughs> absolutely. We're your people. They're my magic. They're my magic power. I love they're my that. superpower. <laughs> um, so getting, we're going to end off the episode with our tea light. So the question for today would be, how, what would you tell singles? Like, how would um, they can maximize their exposure? Quality, exposure, hashtagless. Like, we talked a lot about, like, quantity versus quality. Like, yes. is it better to know the right people or to know just, like, anybody? Like, regarding Shadokim and being set up. And so. just, just general, like, you know, people are always after, like, Segulos, going to Amuka, like, like davening, shir, shir. Yeah, like, what's your number one thing you would tell singles? What would, yeah. For exposure. Lisa, do you want to go? So, my personal feeling is that everybody has their own journey. There's no... Mm-hmm one one yeah. thing for all there's okay. no way um you know and that's why we we all do different things i mean obviously the number one thing is going to be chila um and yes. that's something that everybody should be doing every day and i, I think it's that. an awesome idea if you can go to the ohel if you can go to the ribnitzer yeah you know when you can you're in muncie you, you make a trip on a matashabas to the ohel it really yeah, yeah. it's it's a I love it's that. just a beautiful way to like pour out pour out your heart yeah. Um, and in terms of meeting Shadchanim, I say like this, I say, if you have to pull yourself into a pretzel or drive, you know, yeah. hours to go meet a Shadchan, that is like, that's excessive Hishtadlis. That's probably way, way more than you need to do. Yeah. There are plenty of Shadchanim, let's say in your area, um, and you don't need to meet 35 of them either. Or if you have a good connection with a Shadchan and you lost touch with them, yeah. you can always reconnect with them. But really, the answer to this question is it's everyone has their own unique thing. But I feel like if you have to work too hard for something, if you if you're trying to reach somebody or you have to drive a bazillion hours or, right. you know, you have to cancel, you know, plane tickets because you want to go to this event. Yeah. It might be that's like a, just a little <laughs> bit much of of excessiveness that you don't need to do. Right. And if you'll be resentful and have tightness, quote unquote, on the shots, and if they don't read you because you slept, you know, three hours to meet them, that's that's not fair to anyone either. Right. That's so, true. Um, Raquel, do you have and any- also try to do some research as to you know certain shatchanim will do all types, certain shatchanim live in a certain area where they're probably going to know more learning guys. So right. if you're really not looking, you know, for a guy who's necessarily in BMG, you know, you should definitely meet you know shatchanim and Lakewood and surrounding areas, but just find out you know do they primarily do learning boys, and you're looking for a working guy. Like, you know, just, just you, you know, That's just do point. your research and connect yourself with the right type. Yeah, I like that. That's a really good point. Thank you. Raquel, do you want to? Yeah, you know, I think you should do normal ishtadlut for whatever community you're in. So if, you know, the mm. normal thing is you get back from seminary or, or whatever state you're in, yeah. and you go to three shadchanim or one shadchan, go for it. I think Moshe Dochem actually don't really come from shadchanim. Um, first of all, it all comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and every challenge we have in this world is to connect to Hashem. Right. And Shidduchim is just one of those challenges throughout your life, and we should use it as a tool, you know, to get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, Hashem. I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not downplaying how difficult it is. Yeah. Suffering is suffering, and it's hard. 
Um, I think more than investing in meeting Shulchanim and doing all those crazy drives, you should invest in um, in yourself and <laughs> yeah. being happy and giving off good energy yeah. and just okay. literally just, just giving off good need to remind, Right, but you also do need to remind people that you're they are totally. available, but it, but it's not just Shalchanim. You can you can right. reach out to, to neighbors, to friends, yeah. um, and it all comes from Hashem. You know how many people do you know that they get married and they just get a random phone call from someone they hadn't even reached out to, right? You know, so That's I think true. just like you normally shadlud, reach out to whoever you feel comfortable, um, and after that, just own it, like own who you are. I love that. Um, I find a lot of times, and this is a little off topic, but I find a lot of times. You know, singles don't want to narrow down their box because they want to be open to like everything, right? So mm-hmm. they'll give it like, I'm loud, but I'm quiet, you know? I don't <laughs> care if it's, if it's that. Yeah. And I feel like be who you are. And um, in a way, the more you stand out, the easier it is to figure out, you know, who that niche is for you. Even even this, like the that. podcast, I'll say from personal, like there are some people that are like, oh, like he's totally like, he would be appreciative that you have a podcast and that you do stuff like this. And then there are guys who like, you know, wouldn't, and you don't have to downplay yourself. Like, if that's not the vibe that they want, or you're, you know, mm. projecting, own you. Like, yeah. you're doing you, and and if you're happy, like it's what you're all saying. True, very true. Um, Rochi. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I I definitely agree with Lisa. I think it's super important to reach out to the right shatchanim. I mean, yeah. everyone's a right shatchan, but the right shatchan specifically for you. For you right. Meaning, if they specifically deal with the demographic that you are, whether you're looking mm-hmm. for professional, whether you're looking for a long-term learner, yeah. you know, there are shatchanim that kind of specialize within those groups, and it does yeah. make more sense to network to those. But, you know, using the word network, I, I agree with what Raquel was saying. It's not just about the shatchanim. I feel like, you know, when, when someone is dating, they need to put themselves out there. Talk to people, you, your friends, your neighbors at a wedding, you're sitting next to someone, you know, hi, how are you? My name is, you know, Rocky Cohn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I live in whatever. It, it's all about networking. It's all about opening yourself up to meeting people and putting yourself out there on, on all levels, not just to Shakhanan, because yeah. ultimately you you truly never know exactly where your Shadok is coming from. It doesn't you know, it doesn't really always come from a shatran. You know, it, it really could come mm-hmm. from a, a, a cousin's friend, sister's neighbor. Right. And that was only because you happened to have been speaking to that cousin's friend at a, at a VART. Um, yeah. and, and at the end of the day, networking, 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 super important, you know, across the board. I love that. So we're going to end off and t- have Hannah's take on the tea lights for today. And so, yeah, Hannah, what do you say? And mm-hmm. figure out what you're okay with and what you're not okay with in terms of how you want your dating process to go. I feel like a lot of people overlook that and they feel like they yeah. have to do everything that everyone else is doing because that's the only way that they're going to prove to themselves that they're doing enough to sell us. And I think that if you like, if you come to a realization of what you're okay with and what you feel comfortable doing, then you can take step number two, which is get creative you know you could think outside the box if that means doing recipes and resumes which is so cute yes <laughs> um, you know do that it doesn't mean you have to make events you know if you're not that type of person of right not but um if you're fly to a mooka <laughs> no yeah, you know you just you do, do what speaks to you after you sat with yourself for a little bit which a lot of people i think don't do enough mm, um yeah. and you know and figure out what works for you and then just get creative on that i love all these 
initiatives um, that I'm hearing about in regards to, you know, what everyone's doing and, and, and that Lisa's doing. And I think it's yeah. so important to just get creative when it comes to dating because the monotony of dating mm-hmm. in general can really be overwhelming. So if yeah. you really do try to get creative with it, it really helps with the process. Thank you for inspiring wow, we love dating that. done differently because exactly like you said, the monotony is like yeah. that we need to keep it fresh. Exactly. And creative. Yes. Creative. Yeah. So. And fun. 100%. And fun. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you, Hannah. Guys. Wrapping up this episode, we had a little bit um tech problems, but we will yeah. hopefully um listen guys, we yeah. can have everyone back on for three point one. <laughs> but I think so the tea lights, those were the tea lights, but what's our tea light? What's our takeaway from this huge topic? Rifki, what do you say? Yeah. Um it's a good question. I guess I would also go back to what everyone's saying. Like, it's about not p- putting yourself out of your comfort zone, but putting yourself out of your comfort zone just enough. Like, not enough yeah. that you feel burnt out, but enough that you feel like you did a healthy dose of, like, I did this. Like, I feel like there was a Rav who said, you know, tefillah or, like, you know, hashtalis is it's just good for the nerves. Like, you just have wow. to feel like you're doing something. Yeah. I know my mother is very into, like, she's like, I'll just reach out to, like, one or two people every day just to, like, network a little bit. Right. That That's what she does to feel, you know, empowered. I, yeah, I definitely think doing your hishtadlis, again, it looks different on everybody. And, like, whatever that means for you, like, do it. And not comparing yourself to, like, your friend or this girl or that girl, you know. But also, like, they were saying, like, the coaches and, and Lisa, like, just love yourself and, and work on yourself as well. Because those two things go hand in hand. Yeah. You can't have one without the other. And I think that just really, and also just for yourself, it's not just, I'm working on myself for a Shaduchim. I'm working on myself. It's no. like you, to, for you to be a good person, you know? Like that's, for the person deserving of, you know, each other. That too, but also yeah. just for you, like, you know? So that's, that's, that's um, our takeaway. Yeah. But one more plug for my mother. She always says like, you know, do good, be good, look good and whatever order the day necessitates. And like, that just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's like it's not about doing it for like anyone else but yourself. Yeah. And it's it's really about shame to and like what you project. Guys, and just try it out doing dating differently and what that means for you and start your own initiative. Push yourself, guys. Start do your own events. Go to events, go to Shabbatones, meet people you and, never know. But make them yourself. Gather some friends, some randos, like anybody and just like yeah. do it in your own way, but just do it, you know? So just that's do our it. message. Nike. Um <laughs> but we'll see you guys in our next episode. This is the summer episode, so we'll see you guys. Thank you. Stay tuned. Summer well. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Hashtag Spill the Tea. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and on Anchor to stay up to date and not miss any new episode. If you have feedback on today's episode, email us at rdspillthetea at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And thanks for listening.